just building my name Okay, it's time to pass that crown If I called you my friend, then I mean it I ain't gonna say that word too much Never was a follower, I'm leading Entrepreneur mindset in the clutch What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Smoking from the Sidelines. Today, I'm here with the only, the one, the only Kenny, Mr. Kenny. That's, all, that's the only one I know. Yeah, the only <laughs> one I know. I, the first Kenny I've ever met in my life. What's good, bro? How you doing today on this this eve of a, a beautiful pay-per-view card we just saw yesterday? Um, Would it be the eve or would it be the... Right. Oh, you're right, you're right. It's like the post, huh? It'd be, um... I'm not so good with my days. Yeah, I don't even know what the, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. post yeah. for sure. Or the post, uh, post reaction. So but, Izzy and Marvin Vittori. Uh yeah, yeah. Come you on, know let's talk about let's, the card. Let's start it with bro. him. You know, um, I want to start it with Brandon and end it with Brandon. You know, and just call it a night. And stole the show. <laughs> he stole the but, show. Uh, okay, yeah, Izzy. Take these off. My man, shit. my man, Izzy Adesanya. Um, I had him. I had him winning this fight for sure. Uh, prior to the fight, I, I thought he was gonna style on him and just kind of, kind of do his thing, you know. Yeah. And um, I think it was a little, little slow night at the office. Um, I think Izzy just seemed uh, not to play it safe, but I think he, he kind of held back a little bit. I felt like, yeah. You know? And then uh, his takedown defense was pretty damn good. I think he only got taken down what. One time, maybe, maybe on top twice. of my head, I think twice or maybe maybe three, but I, I, I think the third he was like like um up and down, mm. yeah, like so not I, really put on his shoulders. I think I was I was more impressed with that than anything else in the fight, like that he was able to stop uh, Vittori's you know takedowns for the most part, mm. and even when Vittori had him down, he, he didn't really do much with it, you know, no damage, yeah. no really transitioning to uh, more danger position or dangerous positions and. Um, Oh, oh, I mean, it wasn't like a like a flashy like oh hell crazy yeah. fight yeah. and nothing, you know, like because I was expecting fireworks. Like if I'm honest with you, real quick though, real quick, this is smoking from the sidelines as always. If you guys have something, spark up with us, you know, enjoy this little cool moment with us. So yesterday was a good good card, but like I, like we were saying, so like the Izzy fight versus Marvin Vittoria, I, I guess in a way I was expecting fireworks and it to be a banger. And like I told you, like I thought. Izzy was going to win, but I thought he was going to lose some rounds, you know, like to Marvin. I thought Marvin was going to go out there and kind of shut, like shine in some moments, you know. And what surprised me was like he was a, he was able to get the takedowns. But the thing was that he wasn't able to keep Izzy down. And like Izzy did some really good reversals and some switches, you know, to kind of like get Marvin off him or just even get the top position, which I was like very impressed by because like just the, his inability to do it against a guy like Jan and then to go on to fight someone that's big like Marvin and still be able to do it, you know what I'm saying? I was like impressed, but I was like, holy shit! But like, did you were you impressed by Marvin's performance at all? Because I mean, he got swept. Like you, I didn't expect him to get styled on this bad. Like he ended up getting a clean sweep. It was pretty much fifty to forty five, right? So, uh, what'd you think about Marvin's performance at least? Um, Marvin just it, it didn't seem like he had anything for Adesanya. I mean, he he landed maybe a two or three shots that was kind of like you know it kind of got Adesanya you know yeah. his head back a little bit, but nothing that nothing that had him in danger or you know I I don't know I wasn't really it was kind of it, it was kind of one of those situations again where the last time Adesanya was on a, a main event the co-main just stole the stole the show and so you were we were a hype from the co-main and then. Yeah. The main event kind of just made you like fall flat a little bit, yeah. You know? And um, 
Not to say that I'm I'm disappointed in Izzy, but I think it was just it just wasn't uh like a a firework boom like you know like with all the the shit talking and all the the bad blood behind this, uh, you would think it would be a little bit more of a scrap like they were trying to bang it out. But yeah, obviously Izzy's a little more smarter than that. You know, I felt like that was a part of it too. Is that like Izzy was a little bit tentative in a way like. He really didn't want to commit to certain things, you know, and really overdive in because that's where he fucked up with Jan so much, you know, like with Jan is like he got too eager and like certain moments he would like commit to certain shots too much. And that's when he got taken down. And like Vittori had a good moment where he he caught the leg right away in the beginning of the fight, you know, and kind of took Izzy down. And so it made me think like I wonder if, if Vittori in a way improved his game to where Izzy was like more aware of the takedowns. I, I you know what I'm saying? I think Marvin was a little like upset, you know, when they read the <laughs> when they read he the was. cards. But it was like, what do you expect? Did you you won one round? Is that gonna make you feel better? Oh, 49, 46? Yeah. Like, would that made you feel better? I don't think so. You know, you lost this fight. He's gonna be like, I won this fight. I won this fight. <laughs> and down all three all three judges seen it fifty forty five, you know? I mean It's preposterous. It was straight preposterous, honestly. Like I mean, but like a couple things that I'm glad Izzy went on to call out Robert Whitaker and set up that fight at least going forward because now we know like that's going to be such a good rematch. Honestly, I think it's going to be even better than the last time. Like it's funny, Izzy, like on the press conference was like, oh, um, well, somebody said September uh, yeah, and Robert wanted October. I said, I said June, you know, like I'm the fucking king, bitch. Yeah. You know, like, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I can't remember exactly, but. You know, like he, what he says goes. You know, he's the champ. You know what? Um, what can you do right now? Honestly, he's ruling the kingdom, so he has to like, he gets to choose his day. You know what I mean? When he wants to go shine, and I, I feel like, what is that? Four defenses now, bro. And he's, yeah. Honestly, this is fourth defense, so it'd be, uh, Paulo Costa, your Romero, Marvin Vittori, and then who would be the fourth? Or maybe no. this was his third. Third, right? Third defense, and then he won it, but to Whitaker. Yeah, but I mean, still that to go on to do this and then, well, it's because he went up too to go fight fucking Jan. Oh right, right. So, right, right. but I mean, overall, just Izzy like the performance and the call out. One really cool thing that I saw on his social media and like just like posts, you know, there's this guy on Twitter named Boogerbeard, and Boogerbeard is like this guy that's been you you seen him before, right? I he, know he is. Yeah. He tweets to Izzy and shit like that. He and tweets so, to all the fighters. He yeah, makes, he makes videos like. Awkward like, deals, you know, like weird. weird. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, cool. He's like screaming into the camera and shit. Yeah, he's a funny guy. So Boogerbeard ends up getting followed by Izzy. Izzy ends up not only giving this guy tickets to the show, he gives him floor seats to the show. He meets up with this guy afterwards and they party together. So there's a picture that Boogerbeard has on his Twitter I'll make sure that it's up here. I'm going to try to get Alexis to post this shit right here. You know what I'm saying? Right here. Fucking Boogerbeard is literally chilling there with a drink with Izzy. You know what I mean? And that's I'm like, that's crazy, so cool bro. of Izzy. Like someone that's like at the top of his game, just met someone that's cool. And he's like, you know, like being really cool. Like what a cool guy. And it's crazy because like somebody like Boogerbeard. I mean, I remember when he started, bro. Like he was a little account that made. And I came across his video because I, I follow a bunch of little accounts on on uh, MMA Twitter, you know what I'm saying? And um actually actually the big accounts I follow, you know, the ones that have big following and they're active on there, I follow and someone reposted his video and it was like this guy with a huge long nice <laughs> yeah. beard and he looked like like a 
like the Chafa version of Seth Rogen, you know what I'm saying? Like, just like, oh, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. If Seth Rogen so, never became an actor. I think the video was towards, like, Dustin Poirier. And he was like, Poirier, I'm going to fucking knock you out. And I'm going <laughs> to suck your dick. And like, I'm like, what the fuck? This guy is weird, you know? But he was getting all kinds of attention and shit on, on Twitter. And a lot of his videos had to do with, like, yeah, I'm going to knock you out and suck your dick. And oh, I'm my like, God. <laughs> and uh yeah long long story sure he's, he's partying he, with izzy he blew up <laughs> but like i'm I, that's cool though like it's just so cool that he was able to like share that moment with him you know what i'm saying and just overall like i, I i'm glad that izzy was there to cap the night you know and like get another little defense in because his performance overall was actually very impressive like to go and fight a guy that i mean like even though it wasn't a like a a finish, you know, or something crazy. It was a dominant performance all the way through. He swept him all the way through. There's no doubt now that he's the better fighter, and he beat literally every round. And then on top of that, he was able to stop the takedowns and reverse the takedowns, you know, so like a big test from his last fight. But the co-main event, the co-main event, I'll let you kick this off, bro. Brandon Moreno versus Davison Figueredo. Vamos, Brandon. Viva Mexico, cabrones. Viva Mexico. I mean, you, I mean, I seen it from the beginning, bro. Honestly, the fight week, I was like, you know what? There's just this calm, cool, collect uh, vibe to, to you Brandon. Said it, yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Some, I mean, I was riding with him, you know, even from the first fight, even with, yeah, I mean, I chose Figgy to win, but I wanted Brandon to win. Obviously. Okay. Okay. So you're on my so, same boat. You're on yeah, my same yeah, boat. Yeah, but the second fight, I'm like, you know what? He there's something in Brandon. He's showing this way different. Like, he's he was just giving off a different vibe, you know. And then Davidson was just acting real insecure and arrogant, you know. And I'm like, you know what? I think this is gonna play to his downfall. Mm-hmm. And he, I mean, the whole week he was saying, "Oh, I wasn't a, I was sick. I wasn't a hundred percent for our last fight, you know." And I, I gave you a. a a shot just because um, a fight fell out, and you know we tried. To, I tried to save the card, and I'm like, uh, don't start with your fucking yeah. Because he, he did go a little overboard with all that stuff, you know. Yeah, and then I feel like when they keep hammering it, they they want to convince you, you know, they want to sway you into thinking mm-hmm. like, oh well, maybe he was, uh, you know, maybe he was drunk the night yeah. before. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. I think Brandon Moreno just had like a different like oh, I took your hardest punch. I know what I'm gonna do to you now, you know? And fuck what he spun him around with a jab. First round. Like what? First round. Walked a right into left a, in the round. Walked right into a jab and just spun Figgy around and I'm like, Ooh, I thought it was right I thought it was over right then and there. You can you watch know? it again after this if oh, you want, honestly, because it was sure. beautiful. I mean, it was just a beautiful performance from beginning to end. Just Brandon never let off the gas, bro. Dude, literally, literally. Just was just Florida, you know, pedal to the metal, just was on him the whole time. When he had him hurt, he just hopped on him, and you know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, I think the finish was just like, not only was it quick, was it smart, but it was just like, ah, fuck, dude, I'm just at a loss of words. Bro, it was just it's just amazing. I can see it right yeah. now, like. Just the way he locked it in, took his back, and yep. and just sank in the choke, man. And I, I knew, I knew, the first time he had the arm around the chin, I'm like, oh, okay, you know, he's gonna, he's gonna 
like slipped the left arm and you know instead and uh he ended up using the same arm but he just got it in there tight under the yeah. on the throat and that was Dude, it bro Brandon, Brandon Moreno is literally the embodiment of what it means to to work hard to be hard working and to to work for what you got cuz I mean he, for being what the uh, bottom seed of, on the tough So yes so last last pick on ultimate fighter the, the being the last choice on the ultimate fighter to going on to losing your fight in the ultimate fighter to getting re-signed to the UFC while the show's still airing and then going on to fight and then end up losing two fights in a row they leave you out the UFC they drop you because they think they're going to get rid of the whole division and then you get signed to LFA you win a championship in LFA and then they re-sign you to the UFC and you go on this streak this run that gets you a title shot and you make the best of it, get a draw, and then you go out and you fucking do what you did. Like, dude, honestly, I like overall, I just, I didn't expect this. Honestly, I, I, like Dave, Dana White said this. Dana White said, going into the this fight, from what happened last fight, I didn't see a way that Brandon Moreno could win. And I legit, I was like, I was like, I didn't see how he Whoa. would win. I was really like, is he, or sorry, Figgy looked good on the floor his scrambling ability was so solid and he's a ace on the floor when he look when he's in shape you know in energy and stuff and his striking and his counterattacking, the way he came out so hot in the first fight i was like dude he's gonna come out the same way you know he's gonna look so good but i think brandon had a point when he said that he looked too like he cut too much weight and he had he was too depleted because he was the last one to make weight on weigh-in days 40 seconds left in the fucking weigh-ins Ends up crying afterwards in the embedded. If you look at the embedded videos, he's crying afterwards because he just made weight. You know what I mean? And like, it's just so emotional. And then like, for Brandon, for Brandon to go out there and literally dominate all three rounds, not really get it contested. He drops him in the first round, dominates the second round, and then he gets the finish in the third round. Dude. Beautiful. It's literally beautiful. Like, it had us all crying. You were jumping up and down with Lalo, hugging him. Like, we were going it, crazy yesterday. It, it felt like he he won one for for us all. Yeah. You know, for you know for us for us Mexicans. You know? Yeah. Like, I mean. Like he said. Realistically, like, bro, I mean, we Mexicans always have, like, good athletes, you know, and they have superstars and shit, but they never have, like, like a, uh, like okay, we have Canelo. Yeah, he's top dog right now. You know. Yeah. So we got we got somebody else in fighting, but now we got someone in, in UFC. UFC, UFC yeah. You know, and like you said, the long road he 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 took to get there makes it that much more sweet, man. Yes. Just being, like, the forgotten one. Pretty yeah. Much and just had to work, 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 work to get to the top. You know, and it's just, and that's. That's Mexicans, bro. Yeah. Like he said, like we he just, said, he said, with Mexicans, you always hear, si se puede, si se puede, but muchas veces no se logra. But this time, si se pudo, like, si yeah. se pudo. He's like, se crying, pudo, cabrones, like, yeah. you know? And then he sees his daughter, like, I was talking oh, to Lalo man, earlier, right? And we're trying to compare it to a different situation. Like, what can you compare it to, right? Like, they wanted to compare it to the Andy Ruiz, Anthony Joshua kind of thing, where it's like a crazy moment. But I was like, nah, I think it's a little bit more closely contested than that. This is like a moment, like a, like a Bisping moment or like a Charles Oliveira moment. Like, someone that, like has been through this shit, come up out the dirt. Like, he, he came back, you know? And, like, 
I would compare even now looking at it better. I would say it's more of a Charles Oliveira moment than it is a Bisping moment even because he's not at the end of his career. He's still young and like he still has time to be in his career, but he's been through it where he was going on the way way up, lost, and then had to like face adversity. You know, his adversity was going out of the UFC and coming back. But still, to be able to come back and win in the fashion he did and still to captivate the hearts of many, you know, like take English fans. He has Mexican fans now, like for sure, people across the globe now because he's such like he he represents himself so well and he speaks so well. You know what I mean? Like he's just an overall cool personality. Bro, I, I think, you know, people like him, it just makes you feel that much better. Like it or, or it's just that much more rewarding or that much more deserving like you know what they're such a good fucking person yeah like i don't even know him personally and i can tell like that like if i were to bump into him in the street bro like prior to this after this he's the same you know and yeah i feel like he he just would spend time with with somebody like yeah a stranger. <laughs> you know I, I don't know like you can even tell like is he is he told him like dude you're one of the fucking nicest guy i've ever met like you know, that's crazy that you, you're a fighter in the UFC and you're one of the fucking... And he's over here collecting Legos, like... He's like... Funko Pops Did you? I don't know shit. if you've seen the... There's a video on the Embedded, too, where he's, like, meeting Izzy, and he's like, Izzy's like, oh, he's like, dude, your Lego collection's sick. He's like, way better than mine. He's like, you ever open him up? And, and Brian's like, nah, oh, brother, man, never, no, brother, never, you know? Like, <laughs> never, brother. Like, you know? Because he's just, like, he's such a nerd, but, like, he's, like... He's just a martial artist, like someone that has respect for the game. Like he never caused issues, always talks good. But he's one of those people that doesn't have to talk shit to get your heart. You know what I mean? That like you want to support, TJ, bro. Yeah, Tijuana, like, like one of like the smallest spots in Mexico. Like it's not that small, but I mean it's known. But it's you know it's like damn, not a city that creates fighters. Like you don't hear these big fighters coming out of there, and especially for MMA. Like he's the first. Mexican-born champion for the UFC. You I know, feel like Justin's he's Mexican-American. I feel like this win is is gonna do is gonna do like huge things for for the Mexican community, like yeah. the MMA community. I think it's gonna open the eyes to like those who don't even know about it. It's like, wait, what? We got a Mexican champion now. Like, okay, we've had Mexican-American champions before, but this is the Mexican-born Born. champion. Yeah, you know? it's like who lives in Mexico. Yes. you know, and it's like. Like that's just it's just amazing like to have someone represent us and someone like him, you know who his personality is just that much more like, like oh, I can't even but like it just makes makes him more like loving you know yeah no his like, bro his his personality is is captivating honestly yeah, the way he is go, able to sure. like like he's he's raw like with everything like he's just so giddy you know like I was telling Lalo like I was watching this interview that was on UFC Español. And so the UFC Espanol has an interview with him and Brian Ortega, right? And so, like, I could say this in Spanish, I guess. Like, he's, like, interviewing uh, Brian Ortega, and he's pretty much just saying, like, I'm nervous because this is my first ever in-person interview, you know? He's like, this is my first ever in-person interview. He's like, y me dieron a ti, Brian. Like, me voy a perder en tus ojos verde azules, you know? <laughs> and then they both start laughing, you know? And just, like, like just little things like that because he's so, he's so funny, you know? Like, and he's a hardworking guy, and he's still able to go and be a commentator and, like, an analyst, you know? Like, he's very diverse. Like, it's just, who could get it more than this deserving guy? But credit to Figueredo for not just being, like, like a, 
a good fighter, but still going out after and just like celebrating a, a with good him. Loser, you know? honestly, yeah. yeah, surprisingly, he, surprisingly. Yeah, right. I mean, he, he lifted him up on his shoulder and just celebrated him like if it was, like if it was a win for him. In yeah. a way. it was crazy. Like that, you like to see shit like that. That sportsmanship is, is lost in the sport, kind of. Very know? unexpected and, too. And I, I, I just thought that was really cool. You know, it's like you know what, fuck it, I, I lost, but he beat me fair and square. Fucking had me in a choke. It was either I was gonna go to sleep or yeah. You know that's that just shows like that just shows that he he's a real person too. Like he, I mean, look look how we how we got when uh, Figgy won. We were like, damn, that's a real dude that came from the slums and yeah. And I think he just it was like a like a nice reality check. Like oh shit, you know I had the belt, defended it a couple, once or twice, and you know what. It is what it is. Like. So what do you think now, though? Like, do you think that that Izzy should, or sorry, Figgy should um should go up in weight classes because for his he health, had a bad cut, you know, for his health and for his and for his longevity of his career, I think going up to one thirty five would be best. And you know what, he he'd get a top contender if he if he would say, you know what, I'm going up to one thirty five for sure. I think he'd get uh like a Cody Gar. <laughs> Like a, <laughs> like a Gar, a Garbrandt maybe, yeah, or like, like a Dillashaw, or like a Sanhagen. Nah, you know Sanhagen wants a title shot after. Fuck that. Nah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I feel like he would get a like a contender, but now like a three or four, you know, like someone that's really high up in the rankings. But for Brandon Moreno, who do you see him defending his belt against? The only person I can think of. Maybe Askar Askarov. I was just about to say maybe Askar Askarov. He um, he has a draw with Brandon. Yeah, yep. And uh, I know he won his last fight, right? Against Benavides, I think he just swept him. Yeah. So it's just. Yeah, you know what? That's gonna be interesting because the first fight was pretty damn interesting. It was close. I thought Brandon won. Yeah, I thought Brandon won uh, too, but it was close. Like it was a good fight. Uh, I I think uh, that'd be a good one to run back for sure. I can see that being like an end of the year fight. You know, they, they usually like to do like a three title fight at the December. Yeah, so. he could make it back in time. That's like five months from now still. It's still six. Yeah. Yeah. Give him enough time to recover, go Definitely. on vacation and come back into this. Fuck. All the best for Moreno. Fucking what a performance, man. No, all the credit to him. Another Mexican fighter that's out of stock in California. Fucking Nate Diaz, bro. <laughs> Nate Diaz getting cut the fuck up all over the place by Leon Edwards until the last moment. <laughs> A minute left. Like, he like, rocks his shit. Like the like the boy uh, Hector said, if this fight was, went forever, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's Nate Diaz. Was like, a street fight? Nate Diaz even said in the press conference afterwards, he was like, uh, he goes, yeah, you know, if this was a real street fight, that's it's over right there. He goes, Leon was sleepwalking. <laughs> bro, I did not, I did not expect that. Like, like, cause a, Leon a, had, bro, Leon had such a performance. What a, what a turn of events right there. Huh? You know what I'm saying? Like the fifth round, it was like a minute left. Like, <laughs> like he's doing good the whole time. Leon is killing it. He's killing the game. And then. Has him fucked up, gashed open everywhere, bro, know? and just gets caught with a one-two that has him like, <laughs> you know. Rogan asked him uh, post fight and was like, he goes, "Oh, oh how shit. how hard did he hit you right there, or how hard hard were you hurt?" And he was like, well, "Hard enough, hard enough to <laughs> wobble me, you know." So, and I'll be honest, 
I didn't think Nate had the power to rock someone like Leon because Leon is a heavier. He's a one seventy exactly. Sure. You know, like someone that's at one seventy, and Nate still looked like the smaller guy in there, but but like he was just getting out tech tactic. You know, like in a way, it was just like the tech tactics and the technique were killing him at the end of the day. You know, and like that's what Leon was doing good. But whenever he would bring that unorthodox kind of striking and. The way he clipped him at the end, that shit literally rocked Leon's chin to the side, and he lost his whole equilibrium. Like, I think if it if there was another minute, minute and a half, Nate could have finished it because he after that after he seen him hurt, he was on him, bro. Just started combo, boom, boom. No, but he fucked up for a bit. I don't know if you remember. He pointed at him, kind of laughed at him, yeah. but kind of like like he didn't really. Put the put the pace, you know, like like, like put the pace on yeah. him. Yeah, he he kind of like laughed at him, fuck with him, you know, and kind of just like kept going on his own, like kind of his pace. I was like, you know, he should have really put it on because he could have. I feel like I he think he, for sure could have finished it. If there, yeah, I think that, like I said, if there was another minute, minute and a half, if this fight went on forever, <laughs> like Hector said, yeah, <laughs> that that's Nate, bro. So for this fight, I, what do you think, wild. bro? Like, do you think I, that? I think that last moment hurt. Leon's chances for everything. I agree. I agree. I was like, okay, against Usman, I think it'd be pretty good damn fight. I'm all right. But then when I see him land that, and I'm like, oh, shit, he's fatigued, and he got caught with that. Oh, there's no way. Usman would clock his shit, That's bro. exactly what I thought, bro. Like, literally, <laughs> I was like, that's... That was, that's, that was worst case scenario. Yes, exactly. Honestly. That's the worst thing that could have happened to Leon because not only did you just get rocked, bro, but you got rocked by Nate Diaz and like, like this was the last was lightweight, last lightweight. moment. Yeah, and you like, come on now, like they, you really had to have a clean, clean performance and and do something spectacular for you to not get like, like, because now Dana White in the post fight press conference said no. He's like. Colby's next. Colby's next for sure. Oh, that hurts. And all I can see now for Leon oh, is hurts. him getting Masvidal <laughs> or him getting someone else that's like a top contender, you know? But for sure, he said that so, like, he's Nate's, that Le- Colby's next. Do you think that that last moment hurt? I, I think it for sure did. I think that ruined him. I was like, even last night I said it, I was like, that fucked him up. I was like, he's not going to get it no more. Like, I already knew. I was like, he's not going to get it because... Dana's. Dana is picky, you know, and he wants to see that. And I feel like he likes Kobe because that was such a good fight, you know. Not only Kobe that, was able to stick through the whole shit. But I think that, that'll sell more. He knows Leon is not really. No. Uh, you know, and Usman himself is kind of, it barely started to become a, a, a um, like a superstar in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, he's becoming a, a selling fighter now. Whereas Leon's, uh, it's kind of hard to promote him. Yeah, people even know him. Yeah, you know, like look how much praise Nate. I mean, everybody knows Nate Diaz, but look yeah. at how much like praise he got over, you know, Leon. Yeah, he was still like the when people were hyping up the whole time, still cheering him on and stuff. So like, I feel like even then, like he's gonna have to have one more fight to get him in title contention and really be that number one contender because. Like, like I said, he needed that impressive, impressive finish. I mean, if Masvidal was able to go in there and style and beat the shit out of Nate Diaz, and I expected Leon to do... Like, that's why I'm like, oh, Leon's boxing is just as clean as George's, mm-hmm. and he has power, so I think he can fucking actually knock his shit. And I was like, uh, watching the fight, I'm like, mm, 
I don't think Leon's is uh that is, as yeah. good as yeah. he's making himself to look. But I mean, even his past performances, like they've okay. been so good. Okay, but RDA. RDA, Cowboy, Cerrone, you know, and like I guess you know it's like you know battle contenders, yeah. So, Nelson, uh, I guess so. Now I feel like the like honestly, I want to say the only option that seems possible and reasonable and good for his standing in the UFC and like contention is Masvidal. Like that's the only fighter because Masvidal is that guy that just had a title shot. He's at the top of the division. They have that backstory already. It'll make him a big name on top of that. So it'll give him that back steam. So if he wins this fight by a big win, people forget about the Diaz fight. People remember that he won this new fight against the BMF. You know what I mean? I think George wouldn't take that fight after seeing Nate rock him. He'd be like, oh, if Nate rocked you and I beat the shit out of Nate. I'll take the rematch with Nate. (laughs) Or I'll beat Nick's ass. That's You know what I'm saying? That's what, well, because we hear, so we hear Nick coming back, right? So fuck the rest of this Diaz-Edwards fight. So Nick Diaz, who do you think Nick is going to come back against? We were talking about this last night. I I think George Masvidal, I mean, that's the number one thing that comes off of my, that comes off my mind, bro. It's just, I mean, who else do you bring him back with? I mean, Robbie Lawler is already washed. Mm -hmm. Carlos Condi is already matched up with somebody else. Like, I was saying Cerrone, um, but even then, like, I don't think a Cerrone fight would be like, all right, cool, like, Cerrone is going to do anything big. Like, I feel like it will be a retirement fight for Cerrone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's even then, it's like, after, I mean, Cerrone's on a sick losing streak. Yeah, that's the thing. And, you know, Nick wants to actually have a fight that's going to be a fight. You yeah. know? He doesn't want somebody who's going to shell up after he gets hurt. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like. He wants a he wants a brawl. Nick, Nick's ready. So who do you like? If you were to say, yeah, honestly, I mean, I feel like Masvidal would be the only one that would give him a brawl. That brawl, would you know? sell. Yeah, that would fucking sell for sure. I mean, that'd be a pay per view without Ooh. any. I mean, maybe the BMF title would be put up. I mean, but I doubt it. That'd be fireworks. So honestly, but that would be fucking sick. I mean, the the story is written all over. I beat your little brother's ass. What's up? Beat your ass. <laughs> I beat your ass. Hey, um. Oh, Tyron. Can Wood. you? Can you? I'll cut this out, but can you text Nani to turn off my grill? Or I can go do it real quick. Just give me a. All right, let's go. I'll go do it real quick. We can cut this out. I'll beat your ass. I'll beat your ass. I mean, Tyron Woodley is talking all of that shit. But I think, man. Did you see what DC said? He said that uh, right now he he's getting set up to be, you know, like to win this fight. But if he loses, that's all bad for Tyron Woodley. Oh, man. I can't even imagine a, a YouTuber in his fourth fight, professional fight. He's going to fight a retired UFC, not a retired UFC fighter. What would you call it? An ex-UFC fighter. If Tyron gets knocked out, that'd be fucking embarrassing. Wood fork is fucking ready. That shit been cooking since like two o'clock or some shit like that. It's like nine o'clock, nine thirty right now, and that shit is fucking ready. It smells so gas, bro. Honestly, I've been really taking care of that shit. The bark started looking like black, you know, almost. So, you know, you're getting that good, good, you know. 
and I didn't really do anything extra to it. Last time I regretted it because I put apple juice inside of it and it made it too like apple juicy, you know? It didn't really taste good. But this one is just going to be all natural. I'm going to see how it goes. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully it's like real pull apart right now. The only thing I didn't do is um, you have to like wrap it in a towel and put it inside of an ice cooler. I didn't do that. Just going to leave it in the grill. Just chilling for a bit. Let it chill for like an hour or something. And then, yeah. I heard the resting part is the most crucial part of cooking steaks and shit like that oh, especially yeah. big meats because i mean it's at a temperature for so long you need to relax it and then you know like let all the juices reabsorb itself and stuff so you were talking about the logan paul tyron woodley fight right or sorry jake paul um yeah i was saying how it would be embarrassing if uh tyron loses tyron gets knocked out because yeah. this is what his fourth fight as a professional for jake <sighs> And uh, did you see what Dana said? No, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm worried. <laughs> so I guess they told him Tyron said he's making the most money he's ever made for this. Right. Like for a fight on this. That's crazy. And so That's embarrassing. Dana White said he's a fucking liar. Like in a way he's just like he's a fucking liar, you know. And he said <laughs> he said he's on a four fight losing streak and he's 40 years old. That's who he's going to fight? Okay. That's what Jake Paul said? That's what Dana said. No, but that's, that's what he said about Jake Paul. That that whole fight, he's like, oh, he's like, Tyron Woodley's going to, you know, like, he's like, kind of talking. I mean, that's, I thought that was a dig at Tyron Woodley, too, you know, like, like, oh, yeah, you're 40 years old. You had a four or five losing streak. Like, that's who you're going to fight. Like, okay, bro, like, whatever. Like, he's a fucking liar. Like, Tyron Woodley's dying, you know? It's like he's made the most money here. I feel like Tyron Woodley's going to go to the Bellator after this. Fighting the Scott Coker like we were talking about yesterday and be just like another one of their fighters or or maybe even the PFL. You never know. Like, you never know. Yeah, I can see him going over there and, and getting some good fights. Um, But like he's like you said, he's 40 years old almost or he is. Right. Yep. Uh, I, I think I think he's at the end of his days. That's it. Go back. He to wants the, to fight. Did you see? Uh, he's on a future diaries. and. He was on Future Diaries talking about it. He was like, I want to keep fighting. He was like, I want to fight boxing and still fight like in the like MMA and shit. He's like, I'm not done with MMA. Mm. I was like, Ooh. MMA's done with you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> At some point, I mean, like Bruno or sorry, Bigfoot Silva is still out there fighting. Just got knocked out today. TKO'd. Didn't he just get knocked out in the fight before that too? By Gonzaga. Yep. Was a bare knuckle? Yep, bare knuckle boxing, but this time it was like another kind of bare knuckle looking kind of fight. But I don't think it was that. It wasn't bare knuckles. It was a bare knuckle MMA. Yeah, because I seen that the other day. It was like in a ring. I think but they that's had what hand wraps. Isn't that with George Masvidal's little? Uh, he has a new one. Yeah, it's, it's like a MMA, bare knuckle. What's bare knuckle MMA? It's bare knuckles. Is it MMA bare knuckles? I knew it was inside of an octagon, kind of like a cage. Inside of a cage, but it's, yeah, it might be bare knuckle MMA. You know what? Because Crazy Horse, Charlie Crazy Horse Bennett was going to fight there. I don't know if you know who he is, but he's some guy that's been around in MMA for a cool-ass fucking minute. All right, so honorable mentions from this card. Let's go on to that. Well, we should mention how uh, Jamahal Hill's arm was uh, on the opposite side. Is that Jamahal? What did I say? 
I don't know. It sounded like you said Jamahal. Jamahal. <laughs> what is, what's his name? Is it Jamal or Jamal? I think he's Jamal. just Jamal. You know, Jamahal. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Jamal. <laughs> Jamal. When you said it, I was like, Jamal. "What?" Is it Jamal or is it? I'm pretty sure I feel like Jamal. I've never actually paid attention to the pronunciation. I feel like it's for sure Jamal. I feel like they just put that there. You know? My boy Hill Solid. got his arm <laughs> snapped. <laughs> All right. So and so, what do you think about this going? That shit was fight, bent bro? around like, like, like he bent that shit opposite <laughs> way, bro. Okay, can I talk about this real quick? So, <laughs> so, so going into this fight, they were talking a lot of shit. Paul Craig, Jamal Hill, they don't like each other. They rescheduled this fight because Jamal Hill got COVID. He said that he had it so bad that he was coughing up blood at some point, and he got really mad at Paul Craig because Paul he, Paul Craig was saying that like he was kind of faking it. He got all these, Jamal Hill ended up getting all these racial, racial, like, like messages, you know, from his fans and stuff. And he got Look, mad man. at that, you know? Why? And, bro, so, so he goes up to Paul Craig at the, at the, like, weigh-ins oh. and shit like that the whole time, kind of talking shit, you know, like, little encounters. If you guys go watch, like, go follow him, May Junkie, they have all that shit. Going up to people and stuff like that. And then, so they get to the fight. All this hype around it. I had Jamal Hill because I really like Jamal Hill. I support him. But I knew Paul Craig was going to be a hard test because Paul Craig is, like he said, he's the gatekeeper and he doesn't mind having that title. Like, he literally doesn't his mind. His jiu-jitsu is pretty pretty aggressive. And his, his, his stand-up this last fight didn't look bad. I mean, Hill was kind of touching him up, but it, Craig was still giving him some shots he was keeping distance really well with that teep kick that he was throwing constantly and he was able to land some strikes too on the feet which i was surprised about because i thought he was going to be outnumbered easily on the feet honestly no craig looked pretty damn good bro oh and then when he got a chance to get at that arm ate that shit up just fucking bro and he just took it with him bro straight ate it honestly hill was tapping i mean he didn't he couldn't like, it seemed like he couldn't find the surface to tap on, but it looked like he was tapping. And that rev, who I've never seen before in my life. Um, they just, said he was a black belt. Just let his arm get destroyed and then got put into a fucking triangle. And then was getting elbowed nasty and almost got put to sleep <laughs> so, if the ref didn't stop. Like, obviously, because his arm was just fucking... So one of the funniest things flinging around everywhere that Paul Craig said post fight, he said, "His he's like, did you feel his arm broken?" That's what Joe Rogan asked him. He's like, "Yes." He's like, "I felt his arm broken. It was dancing on my body like a wild goose." (laughs) Bro, that shit had me dying. Like I was just like, "No, a wild goose." Like I was just like, "That's so funny." But what the craziest part is that he just dislocated it. He didn't even break it. Uh, That was. It made me think like, whoa. Oh no. Get down. Get down. <laughs> um, no, for sure that was insane. Rough. I mean, it was pretty cool though that they said later in the <clears throat> in the night that um he didn't suffer a break, that it was actually uh, just a very bad dislocation yeah. and and that's cool. They they was they were able to just snap it back in spot and for sure tore some ligaments. So. Oh, for sure his arm is is gonna be swollen. It's gonna hurt. He's gonna tear ligaments. It's gonna be sore sore for some days. Hopefully he doesn't need any surgery, and um, hopefully with that splint, some ice, icy hot, some vaporu. I quite personally <laughs> would have rather broken my arm than than tore ligaments. Oh yeah, the way it's located like that, bro. I think it would be better if it was just snapped. Think about it. Bro, He's like, gonna the way he was bro. sitting there, like 
all nonchalant, like, yep. Wow. Arms broken. You that know, just I'm happened. Like, oh fuck, bro. I, I give him how credit though. He was. Is that I mean, he I was? I can't understand how calm he was. Bro, literally, because I would be like, ah, I just ah. scream. I just scream. <laughs> bro, I'd be like, fuck this. I give him credit that he was so cool about it afterwards. He was still cool about Craig. They took a picture afterwards, like somewhere, you know, and like he's still able to like be all right, like fuck it, like I lost. I'll take my loss and I'll be a good fighter, you know, because they were talking shit the whole time, you know, being like having that tension. But it's cool when you see a fighter actually like stay cool. They settle their beef after the fight, you know, not like the main event because they still it, Vittori left. They didn't really. Vittori watch, was you know? like, I won this fight. And yeah. Worked, yeah. It's, you know what I'm saying? So like it's just like it's good to see someone at least take their their knock on their head, you know. Another really good fight. Um. Because I want to talk about the Brad Riddell fight versus Drew Dober. Oh, but yeah, we have Should to. we talk about fight that next? Or do you want to? Because I want to talk about Mosley or Ivoev. Or is that his name? Ivoev. He looks so fucking good, man. Last night against Hakeem Dawadu. Bro, Hakeem, you know, me and Hakeem. Me and Hakeem is a beast. You know what I mean? Like, he's a killer. And then he ended up fighting someone. I mean, he fought Tukagov his last fight. And he ended up having... Great takedown defense and his ability to keep it on the feet and and win like the majority of the striking battles was incredible. I thought he was gonna be a top contender. I mean, I still think he can be, but fucking Evloev looks so fucking good even on the feet. But he was able to get him down constantly and just like dominate. I thought that was an impressive performance. Honestly, I thought I I, I thought it was uh, noteworthy. You know what I mean? It was it was okay. I mean, he's no Khabib. No. <laughs> you know? I saw someone say bend it like Khabib on the comments of the <laughs> interview. <laughs> no, he was no Khabib, but I mean, he's his uh he's evolving. He's, he's coming def- up. He's getting better. He's young. Um I mean, he made his U- he made his US debut. Um so hopefully that yeah. gives him some more recognition and he's like 15 and 0. And I, uh, I noticed that he's trying to speak English too, so that's mm. cool. So maybe he Maybe he'll be a star in the yeah. 145 division. We'll, we'll see. You never know. He I wasn't. I wasn't really uh, blown away, but I was. Uh, I was impressed with the stand up because he had a. That would do. Um, hurt a couple times. It looked like you know. You so know what? But I just remembered at the end of the fight, he did get clipped pretty pretty bad. But he was able to get the takedown afterwards, which is the best thing. And that would do. I mean, he's not the strongest, so I mean, I think he. If he was a little bit more uh, better on the ground, you know, and, you know, maybe a little stronger than than mm-hmm. Ivloev, then uh, it would have been more contested Com- yeah. on the ground. But more competitive. More competitive, my fault, on the ground. But, yeah, um, it, it was not notable mention for sure, but I think, okay. so, oh, yeah, for sure. Hell, fight of the night, we got we to gotta end it with this one. Yes, yes. Brad Riddell from getting fucking rocked with a nasty left hand in the, in the first round. Yeah. And I thought it was, oh, it's it's over. It's downhill from here. Yes. And he just got his wits about him. Shaw for a takedown. Second, third round just came out and was just beating the shit out of Drew Dover's head. And uh, Dover, Dover has a hard-ass head and a, and a, and a solid-ass chin because he wasn't, he wasn't going nowhere. Dude. He was, he was pushing forward, but he was getting fucked up, I think, you know, in the last two rounds. And, I think uh, it was a, it was a hard hard fought and hard uh, hard earned win for sure. I feel was it was very very impressive. It was super impressive by Riddell, just like the ability to take those shots in the first round, and then not just that. Like I feel like one of the hardest things in a fight is when you're losing the first round to come back and win the next two because like it must be a big mental test already. To I'm losing one fight like one round, you know. 
I got rocked pretty heavily. Drew Dober looked so good. But the best part was at the end of the first round, he was getting his composure back and he was getting his timing, which is like the best part because he just got that timing down and he was able to feel him out and he was landing the bigger strikes at the end of the round, which led on to being the second and the third round. And he really turned it around. And one of the coolest things is that he shouted out his homie, him and Izzy. They both shouted out Falvake because Falvake passed away and they were both able to get that W for their homie, which is like super, super dope, you know? And like you could tell it was weighing on them the whole time. I've been watching their interviews like throughout the whole training camp and stuff. And Izzy has like this really cool series right now going on his YouTube. It's pretty much just like, like, He's showing his whole training camp, you know what I mean? Like, a little bit more intimate. And he talks a little bit more about stuff, you know? And, like, like you can tell, like, they're kind of just putting it off to the side, but they really feel it, you know? And, like, even Brad Riddell ended up coming out to a song that Falvaki used to always come out to. That was from, like, their village and stuff like that. Which I was like, that's that's fucking cool, you know? Like, Brad Riddell's dope. That's cool. Good, good way to pay homage to their homie and, mm-hmm. you know, get the win. You know, it, it was a... Fucking hard fought fight, and I mean, for sure, it it deserved a fight of the night because yes, that shit had this like oh oh the whole time. Yeah, know? what a way to to like end the prelims because the prelims were kind of like so so and um, but this was just it was a nice little cherry on top. For so um, <clears throat> we had maybe a number one contender named I don't know about if you want to talk about that for Valentina Shashenko. <laughs> I mean, would you really say she's the number one contender? I would say. Yeah, I guess so, I mean, because she's on a five-fight win streak. And, like, who else, you know? Like, who else? She, yeah. Like, at the division, like, bro, there's no one, like, you know? I guess we can put that off <laughs> yeah. until the fight gets booked. But, no, uh, I think Lauren Murphy, I mean, oh. she she earned it for sure. I mean, that's cool. I mean... Congrats to her and all the hard work coming from Alaska, you know, and uh, one more fight. Yeah. I want to talk about on this card. One more fight. Terrence McKinney versus Matt Frivola. Terrence McKinney making his debut finally on the UFC. He had been on the contender series before lost by flying knee pretty much or like a to uh, flying knee, I believe to Woodson, Sean Woodson. Had like, I think his last three fights, four fights or something like that. He's only been in the ring for like two minutes. If you look at his record, he only has like one decision win and everything else is like knockout or like, you know what I mean? Like submission, some shit like that. Comes out and gets that crazy finish right away to Matt Favola. Ends up getting the fastest finish in lightweight history and then fucks up his knee. And then the fourth fastest <laughs> in UFC history. Oh, yeah. Overall ever. Damn, that's it. That's incredible. That's like what a way to come out and get your debut, bro. Uh, George Masvidal posted right after the that happened. He was like, "Oh, so close," <laughs> trying to say like, "Oh, you you were close to beating my record," you know? And fuck, dude, that those that one two was just so fucking clean down the pipe and just it connected the same spot. It looked like flush on his mm-hmm. face and just on his nose and just think think, and like his eyes went back like he was already out. I think, and then just the follow up. Hammer fist, Quick little, pop, pop, pop. little pitter patter, pitter patter, yeah. and uh, yeah, that was it. Killed the game right there. Wrote. That's all she wrote. So, last thing that we can get into is, can we look into next week really quickly? I just want to get your prediction. We can do our picks for next week. See if we can name a new champion, possibly, 
Maybe I can get the belt this time. You know what I'm saying? I want to get that <clears> dub because <throat> it was highly contested last week. Alexa said he won. Or the last time, at least, I we did it. You know? <laughs> so let's choose this one for next week. Next week is Korean Zombie Kim Sung Jung, right? Chan, Chan Sung Jung. Chan Sung Jung versus Dan Ige. Dan Ige. Dan 24K Ige? Yep. 50K? 50K. 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 Um, he got a, a walk off knockout in his last fight uh, against a, kind of like a nobody, but it wasn't his fault. It was like his uh, opponent fell out. And uh, I think this. This is gonna be a proper, proper fucking match right here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm leaning. I have to go with zombie. I mean, zombie held in. It was in there. Okay. He was a zombie against Ortega when fucking Ortega fucking had him rocked twice, and um, I think I don't know. Fuck, Ige's on a on a spree right now. Not a spree, but I mean, after after Cater, he got like, all right, up you know still, but yeah, I'm gonna go with Zombie, second okay. round knockout. Ooh, I'm gonna all right, so I'm gonna go with Ige. I'm gonna go with Ige, maybe getting the finish in the fourth round. Oh, shit. But I wouldn't be out of two pocket. With, I say with saying that he would win a decision, you know, because Ige is a guy that's tough. He doesn't really have the biggest strikes, but he is able to like out like outsmart someone and outpiece them throughout the whole fight. So I think he can get that dub like that way, you know. In the co-main event, there's Olenek versus Spivak. That's a hard fight, even though that Olenek is super fucking old. I think I'm gonna go with Spivak, of course, because he's the younger fighter, has the bigger shots. If he can land the bigger shots on Olenek, that's all she wrote, you know, because yeah, his chin is a little gone. Olenek will just shell up and be like, all right, I lost. But that's the thing is if he can get that. Because Olenek is so good at beating these guys that are like right there, you know. Right. Not the guys that are top level, but if they're under and they they sleep on their ground game, he's right there. Who do you have on that one? Uh, I'm going to go with Olenek with the, uh, <laughs> oh, shit. With the second round choke. Sub? Okay, I'm going to go with uh, Spivak first round finish. So. Okay. That's mine. Nice, nice. So, Tim Means versus Danny Roberts. I'll let you go first on this one. Uh, First, actually, let's go Diego Lima and Matt Brown. Oh, is that the setup of it? Yeah, that's the that's, that's, uh, sequence right here. So. Okay, yours is probably the well, topology. Le- Lima, his brother just uh, lost his, lost his to title. Yurisov, Amosov. And that was the better brother. Hey, honestly, Diego. We need, to start, bro, we need to start talking about Bellator at PFL. So I'm saying, so I'm saying, because PFL has some crazy shit going on this week. Clarissa Shield made her debut. She was getting dominated for like two rounds. Ends up coming back, getting the finish in the third round off some crazy shit. Impressive. That was pretty. That was pretty wild. It was crazy. You know what I'm saying? All right, but let's go back to this. But anyway, card. yeah. So I think Diego Lima is gonna lose. I think he's gonna get knocked out by Matt Brown. I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, I like. I like I'm Matt Brown. First round. I'm gonna say second round. Okay. Second round, yeah. Uh, oh, this should be a good one. Good banger. Uh, we got Cheeto Vera versus Davy Grant. Davy Grant was that. It's the English guy who uh, he's on a two fight uh knockout win streak right now. Mm. And uh, yeah, against Cheeto Vera, that should be Vera pretty fun. Is a feature premium, right? And then to start the main card, we got uh, Tim Means versus yeah. Danny Roberts. Okay, Ooh. it's still uh, Wellington. Wellington, yeah, yeah. So we need to choose a Wellington, Davey, and then Tim Means, right? 
Yes, sir. So I'm gonna go with uh, Wellington because his name yeah. seems pretty cool. I don't know much about him, but that's a uh, he's Brazilian with a name like Wellington. I'm gonna go with that guy. Like and a, it's at 185. I'm gonna say a knockout first round like against a, a beef Wellington. I'm gonna go with uh, Bruno Silva. <laughs> I'm gonna go Bruno Silva second round finish. I don't really know him, but Wellington. Whenever I've seen him, that's weird he doesn't really they, impress me, honestly. It's weird that they're on the main card. I know. I was surprised, honestly, that you that you showed there, and I was like, but the whole card is not that good. It's really not that good. Rosa is the only other person that I would say would be on like the main card and stuff, you know. But other than that, like, I really, I really can't see no one. Cheeto Vera or Davy Grant. So, if I'm honest with you, this is a hard fight to choose because I want Cheeto to win. I do really, really want him, and I think he's a good fighter and everything. But Davy Grant already beat Cheeto Vera. Oh. If you go back in their career, I believe, I believe he already lost to him. So, and Davy Grant has been on a streak lately of getting knockouts. I believe he has two fights in a row that he has knockouts in. If I'm correct, let me double check just to make sure. Yeah. So yep, Davey, he knocked out Jonathan Martinez and Martin Day. D- Davy. Davy Grant is, uh, yeah, like you said, he's on a on a two fight knockout. Or oh, I remember when he knocked out Jonathan Martinez. That was bad. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, that was a good one. Um, but yeah, he beat Marlon Vera um, back in 16, 2016. So uh, and it was a, de- a decision. So this should be a this should be a banger, bro. I, I think I'm going yeah. with Cheeto Vera on this one to get the redemption. I hope he gets it. I really do, but I. Th- Think that Davey, honestly, this one's hard because I really do think that Cheeto has a possibility of winning and he can get it. Um, the only thing I'm worried about is that Cheeto eats big shots. He eats big shots. He gets hit a lot. So I'm worried if he's going to get hit a lot is the only thing. And like, it is Davey Grant has the bomb hands right now. Like he really is landing perfectly. So I'm going to just go with Davey Grant just off today. I'm going to go with him in the second round just to say he gets a finish. But I wouldn't be out of pocket with, like, thinking that, either. honestly, it's going to be a good fight. I think there's going to be fight of the night. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Nah. I think the first, the main, the main event is going to go a fight of the night. I don't, I don't It'll know. It'll be a banger, I think. I, I hope how, so. For however long so. it lasts, it's going to so. be a banger. I hope so. Um, they both got chins. For last and always least, Tim Means <laughs> uh, versus Danny Roberts. Um, Dirty Bird. It's Danny Roberts, huh? I'm going to go Danny Roberts. Yes, sir. I'm going to go with Tim Means. I'm going to go with Danny Roberts, third round knockout. I'm going to go with Tim Means, even though I think he's probably going to edge out the decision. I'm going to say, because we don't get extra points for decisions. So I'm going to be smart. I'm going to choose a finish either way. <laughs> so I'm going to go with him in a finish in the third round by submission. Okay. 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 And then, yeah, I think that's it, right? Yeah. With that, it's a motherfucking wrap. That's it. Cut. It Thank up. you guys for listening to Smoking from the Sidelines. 
Go fucking follow on Instagram. Honestly, most importantly, please go subscribe on YouTube. Yes, like yes, that yes. shit. Please, Give please. us some fucking love. Spread go the love. Kenny, Even if you don't watch it. Yes. Even if you don't watch the whole thing, just yeah. just spread it. Go just yeah. repost it. Like, just like STDs or something. Like, hey, you know, you know what? Let Check this everywhere. guy. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just spread it and just be like, hey, maybe you like it, maybe you don't. Yeah. Share it with someone you think you'd like it. Honestly, go follow Kenny at Mr. Kenny. Go follow me at OSGO. You'll see our our things in the beginning of the show. Thank you guys for listening to this shit. Really appreciate it. I don't know which side. It'd be like right here, somewhere, right here, for sure, somewhere. (laughs) Across my forehead. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening to another episode. We out. Peace.